You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Mm. All right, hold on. Was that a sip or a sniff? That was a sip. (laughs) Sip sniff. Okay. Yeah, I did both at the same time, same time. Yeah, because we went longer (laughs) on Monday. I thought I better cut a little short, so I did both at the same time. Oh man, I, I'm trying. It's uh, woo, what a battle. This is this has been a tough one. Um, so I'm I'm in Nevada and I'm trying to shake this thing. So I'm taking every medication I can think of. I'm taking Nyquil, Dayquil. I got some Mucinex because my lungs are full, my head's full, and I wake up one morning. I have no taste. I have no smell. I thought, great, I've got COVID. I've been coughing for six weeks, and now I got COVID. I can't taste anything. And so my son said, hey, let's go to this great restaurant. Couldn't taste a thing. Let's go to this great restaurant. Couldn't taste a thing. I was like, ah, I'm so mad. So Ruthie said, well, you've been taking that medication, you know, a long time. Maybe you better take a break. And I thought, yeah, maybe I better lay off a little bit. Two days later, got my taste and smell back. It was the stinking medication. I wasted two really good meals to try and dry my head up. It was unbelievable. Well, that that was really compassionate of you, thinking you had COVID and going out in society. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, it's a real thing. Hey, I think I've got COVID. What's the first thing you do? Oh, go see as many people as you That's can. Right, go to a restaurant. Go to as many public places <laughs> That's as you right. can. <laughs> well, they all had masks on, so I, I figured I was okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So... Yeah, yeah. Well, I know what the problem is. What's that? It's what you're drinking. Oh. That's the problem. Yeah. Even what you're drinking out of, but that's okay. No, listen. But even what you're drinking. Listen, what's the, what is the connection between eternity, so uh, eternal security, Yeah. even serenity? Yeah. It's tea. Tea. Oh, tea. That's the answer. Oh, tea. Right. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just know this that coffee, yeah, cough, cough, you know, cough. I mean, oh, there it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, e, e, coffee, eternity, yeah, yeah. fees, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. You're gonna pay fees, taxes. <laughs> That's what it is. Work your way to heaven, fees. Yeah, render under Caesar. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my thing. If Tim Hortons Rolaids or you know Tic Tacs don't cure you, you're gonna die anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yep. that's it roll aids that's the go-to right there yeah if it that, if that doesn't fix you or no sorry not tic tacs um nyquil nyquil yeah if that doesn't do there it you go. and i've been i've been chugging all three of those and i'm still lingering so i gotta find something stronger maybe it is tea i'll try tea well, i'll try anything at when you drive when you drive down to columbus just take them all and yeah. weave all over the road yeah yeah be great <laughs> i mean since you're the kind of person that doesn't care about other people's safety. Right. I don't. Anyway. I don't. I'm going to drive with the window down. I'm going to cough all over Ohio. <laughs> well, thankfully, it wasn't COVID. It was just Mucinex. 
That's what it was. Yes. Yep. Yep. So there you go. Well, welcome back. It's Wednesday. Good to have you here. Good to have everybody back with us. And uh, thank you for all those who have sent in some great suggestions, like the one that we're using this week. Preachers feeling like they've lost the passion. They have kind of lost some of the fire. Um, feel like people are not as responsive as they once were. What's the deal? What's going on? And um, we both have gone through times like this in our ministry. I realize that too. I think COVID, you, I think you made a very legitimate point that COVID changed things. And I hate talking about it. We're still talking about it. But it did change some things. And I also believe that the society in which we are living, where we are forced repeatedly through the news, through programming, through government, we must accept everything. We must uh, now submit to every one and every whim that people have. Um, I'm telling you, man, I think that's crept into our churches, and I think it's crept into some preaching, that we have to be so, you know, so uh, uh, mindful of every word we say that we might offend or we might say something wrong or that we might hurt someone's feelings or somebody might get upset. You know, listening to those old-time preachers, man, they didn't care. They just tore it up. They just said what God put on their heart. They, they opened the Scriptures and they preached the Scriptures with a passion, and we saw great things happen. And I'm not saying that you got to yell and scream. I'm not saying you got to pound a pulpit, but buddy, they had a passion. And I'm not seeing that passion in a lot of preaching today. I'm hearing some men that are well-read, they're well-studied, they are well-prepared, but I'm not hearing that passion or sensing that passion in the preaching. How about you? Uh, well, I've got some some suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, try something, you know, you want to, you want to do some things in order to get out of this, whatever this is, the, you know, John Bunyan, the slew of despond or whatever, whatever we feel like we're stuck in a rut and, and just, there's no life. We want life back in our services. Right. Um, this is a good, um, reason why I like to go to preachers meetings. Now, you know, a lot of preachers, they go, I don't like showing up at those things. And everybody says, how much are you running? How, you know, and they want to compare and all that stuff. Well, just don't even involve yourself in that discussion. But you're going to wind up hearing some preaching, hopefully, from somebody that they're passionate about what's going on. And I don't know about you, but I love preaching to preachers. There, there was a day I was very intimidated, right. extremely intimidated, but... Not anymore. You know, I mean, I, I like preaching to preachers. I, I, I think it's a joy, uh, not because I want to scold them and try to think that I'm above them in any minute, in any measure. But, uh, you know, just the response that we get whenever you strike a chord with the Holy Spirit and the Scriptures. I mean, man, you know, uh, I'll tell you, I went to the Mansfield Men's Meeting in the uh, beginning of November. Yeah. And the preaching really spoke to my heart. Good. I mean, it really, really did. And and I think I'm preaching a little bit different, you know, since then. I mean, it just, it, I, that's a good suggestion. Go to a preacher's meeting where there's going to be good preaching. Right. doesn't necessarily have to be a national meeting, 
but go somewhere where there's going to be some good preaching and you're around preachers who hear preaching. Right. I have to be honest with you, though, Brother Dan. It's been a long time since I've been at a meeting, a preacher's meeting, where I felt like I really got something like that. And maybe I'm going to the wrong meetings. I don't know. Um, I went to one a little over a year ago down in Georgia, and it was awesome. I mean, the music was phenomenal. The preaching was, every preacher seemed to just really be on point. I've not been in a lot of those meetings. I go to a lot of meetings where guys get up and, again, I just feel like they're going through the motions. Maybe it's me. I don't know. But I just, I'm begging God for that. I want that. I want to, I want to leave a meeting feeling like, wow, we met with God. Somebody, somebody entuned us with the Holy Spirit right now, Amen. right here. I'm not seeing that. I'm not sensing that. I, 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 I'm sensing a political correct, correctness. I'm sensing uh, we got to get so deep into the scriptures that we find some golden nugget that nobody's ever found. I just want somebody to get up and say, hey, guys, let's live for Christ. Hey, people, let's get on fire for God. Hey, church, how about everybody comes back tonight? How about how about more than just half the crowd of this morning or less than half the crowd this morning? How about we get excited about revival? How about we've built that up and the church wants to come? In most of the churches I'm going to, great crowd Sunday morning, great crowd. Sunday night, less than half. Wednesday night, less than half of that. What's going on? Why aren't people coming to church? Why aren't they coming back? And you said this back in COVID, seeing the coming of Christ, the more, the more we should be preaching, the more we should be going to church. And what are we doing? The less, the less services, less things. I'm telling you, man, we are in a desperate situation right now. And I'm fearful that if we, if our preachers don't get a hold of this soon, we're going to see some some traumatic things happening within our our circle of churches and and our our countries and and the need of the kind of preaching that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, we're we're seeing it already. The effect is there. Yeah, no question. Why aren't people coming back? Can answer that for me, would you? Why aren't they coming back? Well, there's multiple answers of why people don't come back, but. Uh, you know, it's just God doesn't have their heart. I think that's a that's a big thing. Okay, so, so then the question's got to be, why not? Why doesn't God have their heart? Well, amen. I mean, everybody has to answer that individually. Right. But, uh, you know, there, there's one thing for sure. You know, if, if you are selling out every service, I mean, selling yourself out every service, service um people come you know that's just what it sort of boils down to you know somebody's going to be excited enough to bring friends and and because they they want their friend to have what they're getting and so you know it that's that's one aspect of it um for for decades i mean i grew up in church for decades, I have been in various churches, not Cleveland Baptist, uh, and n- not really any of the ones that my dad pastored, but, but I've been in various churches and among churches and have attended, you know, different times where it just seems to me 
that the midweek service is just there oh. because we're supposed to do it. Yeah. You know, there, there's no no passion, nothing like, uh, I, I mean, you know, and I, I prayed for half an hour before I went to my teen class on Wednesday night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, God blessed, and, and at least I got some of their attention and to consider some of these things. But, uh, you know, it just we've, we've got to be, as you said, passionate. But, you know, I mean, for me, I've got to pray much more. I've got to pray much, much more. Whenever I get in a situation, like that was the second thing that I wrote down, is pray more. Pray constantly, you know. God, I want that fire back. I, right. I need you. I I think there's times that we, as pastors, as preachers, we just we have to get on our face because there's a distancing. There, right. We don't even want a shadow to come across our fellowship with Christ. Right. I I think that I, I think that part of the problem is I think preachers are frustrated. I think preachers are um, hurt almost. I think I think we need to be broken. I think as preachers, we need to be broken. Like, God, what's going on? Holy Spirit of God, what's missing here? What am I missing? What 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 interference do I bring? What's wrong with my people? And I know preachers are asking that question. Why aren't they coming back? And okay, but. <clears throat> Broken about what? Broken about the need of our people. Broken about um, the lack of desire for that preaching time. Uh, broken that, you know, we're, we are going through the motions sometimes. Um, j- just, God, I, I'm, I'm just, I can't go any further like this. I've got to see something different. I've got to see you move in some unusual way. I think that kind of brokenness. But but I think the first thing that ought to break us is our own sin. Um, what are we watching? Yep. Are we watching stuff that 10 to 15, even 20 years ago, we wouldn't even imagined to watch? Yep. Uh, uh, you know, we're watching all kinds of things we're listening to all kinds of things we have we have we've traded in our holiness to the lord for popular popular things right and and our personal holiness and i know immediately people think standards haircut you know dress and all this thing no it begins with my heart my heart with the lord and I need to be broken about me. Once I am broken about me, then that heart for my people will be there. Yeah. But if I'm not broken about me, I'm not really broken. Yeah. I agree 100%. And I just I just feel like too many are just thinking, well, I've got to have a message. No. I've got to have something from God, not something from a book, not something from a group, you know, idea day, not something from, you know, uh, my this guy's podcast. 
We need something from God. We need something from the Holy Spirit of God to move in one of the most crucial days that I've ever lived in. Israel's at war. Iran, China, Russia, Korea are all aligning. Um, There's turmoil in our countries politically. There is turmoil in our countries uh, socially. I mean, we're we're living in in a troubled, troubled time. And it's like, well... Here's, here's something from the Word of God today, and um, if you want to respond to it, uh, we'll play a little music, and you respond. And if you have trouble, come and talk to me. Oh, my goodness. No, we should be pleading with people. Come, come and do business with God. Let's find God again. Let's, let's tap into that Holy Spirit of God again. And I just don't, I just don't know that we can get that message out quick enough cry aloud and spare not yeah yeah wow wow our time here's here's another idea okay all right okay. Uh, go on a two-day retreat somewhere yeah um no phone except family that's it no phone no text no internet right no tv just alone with your bible and just spend time in the word spend time away from everything everyone you know uh you know get a place that has a comfortable study area uh maybe you know even a friend's cabin or something like that to where you can walk out in the woods and beg god for power you know just sometimes we need that to recharge our spiritual batteries as well yeah yeah i'm gonna leave it there I've got some more yep, for Friday. I've got about five or six more. Yeah, yep. good. I don't know. I don't know if I have a single answer. I'm, I just know this, that I believe if we don't see a change soon, we're going to be in trouble. Our churches are in trouble. And we know it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer a question on Friday. That's a hard, hard question. But I think it needs to be asked. I'm going to leave it there. I'm Al Stone. I am headed to Ohio and uh, I'm looking forward to possibly seeing my good friend, Brother Dan Wolven, that I haven't seen for a while. I won't even recognize him with his reconstructive surgery. Um, <laughs> and his time, his time, you know, in Florida, I, I probably won't even recognize him with that hot tan. And, liposuction. You know, liposuction, all that stuff. They took, away, they, they took away 20 pounds of fat, and now I am a pinhead. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than the bowling ball you used to be. <laughs> I'm Al Stone. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio, dreading the appearance of my dear friend Al Stone. <laughs> <laughs> You're so jealous. You're just jealous. Thank you so much for your uh, comments and your questions, and especially the topics that you bring. Keep sending them along, and uh, we like addressing them. That's right. Amen. This is Tim Tox. We'll be back on Friday. Eh? We hope that you'll be with us. God bless you. And thank you for listening today. Preachers, get fired up. Come on, preachers. We need you. This is Tim Tox. You've been listening to Tim Tox, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.